The Circle, a Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board production. This is tribal sovereignty. It's our children's future. It's what our ancestors and our elders fought for. It's what we continue to fight for today so that the people may live. This is The Circle brought to you by the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. I am Ray Rowland, Community Engagement Coordinator, along with Brandon Ekafi, our Communications Director. Uh, we're here bringing you weekly news and updates from the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and the Oyate Health Center, giving the public an inside look as to how the health board operates and the type of care and services we provide throughout the Great Plains Tribal community. And as always, we want to hear from you, the people for which we serve. So reach out to us with any questions or concerns that you might have that we can address here on the show. You can reach out to us on social media via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or you can email me at Raylan dot roland at gptchb.org or you can give us a call also uh, 605-721-1922 you can stream all of the latest episodes on our facebook page or go to podbean.com where you can stream and download latest episodes for free just search the keyword the circle we got a big show lined up for you this week because we were off last week we wanted to make sure that this week's episode was extra informative so first up we have nico shepherd purchase referred care manager coming in today and discussing all things purchase referred care it's formerly known as contract health where we'll be discussing everything from eligibility billing and the whole prc process and to wrap up the show we'll be checking in with the folks over at empowering indigenous health where they'll be discussing the covid 19 vaccination where they're helping to shed light on some of the misconceptions and rumors that are surrounding the vaccine. So we here at the health board highly encourage all of our relatives and community members to get vaccinated. Go to your local IHS facility or stop in at Oyate Health Center at our new location on 725 North La Crosse Street in Rapid City, South Dakota. It does not matter where you live or where you're enrolled, if you need a vaccine, no one will be turned away from the vaccination clinic. And if you're still on the fence and want a little bit more information on how vaccines work, stay tuned because this week's episode will be answering all of your vaccine questions and more. So Brandon, kind of give us your take on PRC and fill us in on where the health board is at when, when it comes to purchase referred care. You know, the, the major issue or the most contentious issue between patients, providers, tribal leaders, the general public is PRC. Purchase referred care. Um, you know, it's, I think it's an issue across the Great Plains. You know, it's a federal system that's set up, but we're going to take a deep dive into that day, and you know, we're going to have an expert come in and speak with us. And one of the cool things I, I didn't know about was the tribal sponsorship. Kind of tell us what that's about, because that's really interesting. I don't think a lot of people know about that. Essentially, well, we'll get into it deeper, but deeper later in the show. But essentially, what the tribal sponsorship is. Is the Oyate House Center is, is finding patients who, you know, their income guidelines are slightly above, you know, Medicaid, Medicare, to where they could get that kind of coverage. And what the Oyate House Center is, is identifying them, going out to the marketplace, the um, Affordable Care Act marketplace, finding insurance for them, and so, and paying for it for them, paying their monthly premium, which at 100%? does- At 100%? At 100%, you know, basically, you know, purchasing private insurance for some of our patients who are eligible who make these guidelines and it's doing a lot of things for saving you know, organization money that they can reallocate it's it's taking a lot of stress away from you know a lot of you know like young mothers you know people who are working and make to you know 
you know, it, it's a good program. You know, Yachty House Center's purchasing insurance for some individuals, certain individuals, and it's saving money and making lives better, making people healthier. And again, it's like I said before, it's summertime, so there's a lot of gatherings going on. We're going to be at the Oglala Nation Powwow and Rodeo coming up the 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. Uh, more specifically, we're going to be at the Toby Classic uh, Skateboard Competition down, down there at the old Yo. Are they still calling it the Yo Park? Is that what we're referring it to? I think if it was, we grew up, it was originally called a Yo Park. It, yeah. We got to call it the Yo Park. Yeah, it's the Yo Park. But we're going to be down there um, possibly handing out some swag, some stickers, different things, giving you some information about Great Plains and the Oyate Health Center. Come and say hi to us. You know, if you guys have any questions on anything like that. You know, I purchased out of pocket. I purchased myself four boards so far that I'm just going to give out at the skate comp. Nice. One of these boards, you know, if, if someone comes up to me and asks me about the health board, asks me a question about the Yate Health Center or the health board. Oh, there the, you go. The first one I give out, the first nice deck, too. Like a, like a real nice, nice Leander Begay deck I want to give out there. So if you, if you have a, come up and ask me anything about the health board, I'm going to give you a board. Sure. And shout out to Leander Begay. He, he's the one that does the uh, Toby Classic boards every year. There's a new one every year. If you have a chance, go check their their uh, Facebook out and his webpage out. Some awesome artwork. Dead Pond Skateboards. Dead That's Pond. Yeah, Leander's the artist. Dead Pond is the company. So you're looking for a cool deck? Dead Pond Skateboards. Where to go? Yeah. So a big show today again. Uh, we're going to be talking purchase referred care. There's lots of questions. I know a lot of people have. And again, we want to hear your questions. So reach out to us. Every week we'll be here doing these shows, answering the questions that you have. So. We don't know what to ask, you know, give us give us a, a shout out, send us an email, call me, uh, whatever you got to do to to get your information and your answer, your questions answered. Yeah, at, the, at the health board, you know, we have all kinds of experts. So if you have a question about epidemiology, you have a question about COVID, question about getting purchase referred care, um, anything kind of related to wellness in the Indian country wellness on the great plains we have someone here who can answer them questions you know one of the 12 tribally run epidemi epidemiology centers in the country and i think i think people forget that there's so much talent so much expertise here that is just looking to to provide info to the community so hit us up all right so we got quite the show lined up for you today so after the break once again we'll be talking with nico shepherd purchase referred care manager right here live on keely radio 90.1 Does someone you know struggle with drugs or alcohol use? If you are a friend or family member concerned about a loved one's substance use disorder, join us at Circles of Care for our free friends and family support group. Hosted by the Yoyate Health Center every Tuesday at 6 p.m. at our new facility, located on 725 North La Crosse Street in Rapid City, South Dakota. Circles of Care is based on the Community Reinforcement and Family Training Model, a highly effective evidence-based motivational program that impacts communities and families in multiple areas of their lives. For more information on Circles of Care, contact the Oyate Health Center Behavioral Health at 605-718-5095. All right, welcome back to The Circle. Once again, we are talking Purchase Referred Care, or PRC, formerly known as Contract Health. Now, PRC is basically how our medical needs get paid for. 
So anytime we need care outside of what Oyate Health Center or IHS can provide, we need a referral. Uh, so it's at this point where purchase referred care comes in to determine the necessity and the eligibility of those referrals. So it, it seems simple, but as most of us know, it could sometimes get really complicated. So in order to help understand the process a little better, we have with us today Nico Shepard, PRC manager at the Oyate Health Center. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Good. And I thank you for your time, uh, you know, taking the time to be with us here today. Uh, so just kind of give us a rundown of what your role is with the, the Oyate Health Center and, and your, what your department does. Uh, purchase Referred Care used to be called Contract Health Services under the Indian Health Service. Um, it originated under the BAA whenever medical health care services were contracted out to outside providers that are not direct care. So what we do is when we cannot offer a service such as surgery or a specialized service with specialty providers, we refer that to a private facility. And then we also pay for that service for our members. Um, there's different eligibility guidelines that we have to follow. Um, and also PRC um, funds are expended by a committee based on where the patient is actually enrolled. Um, what we do is when you have to be an enrolled member of a federally recognized tribe or a descendant, and the Oyate Health Center is different from the Indian Health Service in that we fund the Cheyenne River Sioux Tribe and Oglala Sioux Tribe, as well as any unaffiliated tribes. And what I mean by unaffiliated is I mean any um, other tribes, such as Navajo, Crow Creek, uh, Standing Rock, um, Crow, any of the other tribes um, in the United States. The only tribe that we do not um, cover is the Rosebud Sioux Tribe. So when we compacted through the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board under the 638 contract, the Rosebud Sioux Tribe chose not to participate. So those referrals for any Rosebud Sioux Tribal member are all Indian Health Service. So those all go to the second floor IHS. Um, any referral that we receive, we send to the IHS for approval or denial. Um, yeah, before we get too far into the details of, of you know what kind of what the day-to-day -day operations of the PRC department is, maybe we could do a little brief on you know what PRC is. You know, the Purchase Referred Care Act was a congressionally passed um, law that you know basically determined what the set amount of funds that uh, Indian Health Service facility, uh, tribally uh, tribally managed facility could spend on um, care provided outside their facility. That amount is a set amount that's determined by Congress and allocated um, nationally based off user population and, and a number of other calculations that, that Congress and the Indian Health Service uses to divvy up them funds. Um, you know, one of the confusing things that is that I always hear, you know, from patients, um, you know, why does, why can, PRC only covers people who live in a certain area. You know, if you look at Rapid City, um, PRC dollars can only be spent on people who live right in Pennington County. And, mm -hmm. you know, that that's a federal law, federal mandate that says, you know, under, you know, what uh, an act called CHISDA that determines how those federal dollars can be spent. It can only be spent on people living directly in Pennington County. And it's unfortunate because, you know, you have someone who 
may live across the street from the county you know their address may say they well, we live right directly across from this line we're tribal members or enrolled you know we should be eligible for prc dollars but the way the federal law is written is that some of that that funding cannot be spent on that you know and and oyate is looking for yate health center is looking for more innovative ways to incorporate care and you know provide services and expand services to more people but that federal mandate you know really dictates how them dollars can be spent you know and, and you look at prc eligibility for the yate health center you know you got to live in Pennington county mm-hmm. um you have to have a current chart you know because how else will you know how else can we track down billing how else can the prc department um, you know, connect with vendors if there's no account on file. Um, you need to be enrolled or be a descendant. And, you know, your bill has to be issued after July 20th of 2019. So after July 20th of 2019, um, the PRC department at the Oyate Health Center opened up, and that's the billing that they're responsible for. Um, what are more some more kind of common misconceptions that the PRC uh, department at Oyate hears on a daily. You know, you get lots of calls, a lot of so people confused. Um, you know, how come this was covered, but this wasn't covered? Are there some common themes that, that you hear on a daily? Yeah, well, most of it is the date before the July 20, or 20th of 2019. Um, a lot of the patients are confused about that. But all of that prior to is Indian Health Service. Sure. Anything after that is Oyate Health Center. And what a lot of um, misconceptions and confusion that patients have is I was seen by an Oyate health provider. Um, where, does, where does my referral go? And it all depends on where you're enrolled. Sure. Um, you know, we have a lot of patients who are, are Rosebud relatives that see Oyate health providers, and they're confused at, about their referral. And, you know, they love our Oyate health providers, but unfortunately that referral request goes to the Indian Health Service on second floor so once it leaves our office it goes to their facility for approval or denial and we have no control over that um yeah and for the you know, for the listening audience you know the reason why you know there's always confusion you know why is there oyate on the first floor and a third floor mm-hmm. and why is ihs on the second floor well in 2019 when the oglala sioux tribe and the cheyenne river sioux tribe opted to move forward with plans to 638 the rapid city service unit the Rosebud Sioux Tribe had some issues with, with the progress and, and, and felt like they weren't being provided with everything that they needed to feel comfortable moving forward. And so they opted to, to step out of the, that 638 movement. And the way that the, the federal government has looked at the Rapid City Service Unit is that the controlling shares are the decision-making shares pertaining to this area is divided up by the user population of the patients. Pine Ridge, Oglossu Tribe, um, Rosebud, um, and Cheyenne Eagle Butte are the large majority of the patient population there, with a roughly about 10% of other tribes that are not um, from the area, say they're from you know Navajo or Blackfeet or mm-hmm. wherever, live who managed to move to Rapid City and live here. Mm-hmm. And so when Rosebud you know, made their decision to not move forward, the Indian Health Service looked at it as, okay, well, we're going to set aside a certain amount of funding and staff and space on the Susan campus for you to still utilize. Oyate Health Center would have the 
the remainder of the space and um, the funding, PRC funding based off the user population of the Cheyenne River Sioux Tribe, Owasu Tribe, and the percentage of other tribes that use the facility. And so that led to um, Indian Health Service being responsible for Rosebud Tribal Citizens, Rosebud Tribal Members, PRC, and that's handled on the second floor. Um, our PRC department has begun to meet weekly with um, IHS to help streamline some of those things, but that confusion um, sometimes, you know, still persists in the community. Um, you can, of course, be a Rosebud member and come to Oyate Health Center, you know, visit with our wonderful providers, our wonderful staff, get care on site there, um, you know, go to physical therapy, you know, whatever it is that we provide on campus there as direct care. But when, you know, there's a health issue that's larger than something that is, is covered on campus there, that's referred out. And that's where the PRC dollars come into play. PRC covers, you know, whatever the bills are that, that come from being referred out to an outside facility. And the way that works for the tribes or for individual tribal members is if you're from Rosebud, the process for billing that outside care runs through the Indian Health Service on the second floor there. Mm -hmm. And for, you know, everyone else, you know, we process that in-house, you know, you see our PRC people, our PRC people cover it. And, you know, that was just the way that the contract was set up. And I know you guys see a lot of confusion there. And I know that you begin working, um, you know, we have a lot of Rosebud citizens that come to our door. Can you um, kind of describe how you make it a little easier for them to navigate that process? Well, um, as far as the referral process goes, what we do is we have a relationship with the Indian Health Service um, where we um, actually take their referral personally to the second floor mm. and we log it. We make sure that we have a log, um, make sure that referral is actually given to their staff. And then what we also do is we follow up with um, the Indian Health Service. So any referral that is um, approved or denied by them, we process. So we actually do the scheduling. We will send the records. We will do everything for that referral except the payment part. All that payment part process is done by the Indian Health Service for any Rosebud Sioux Tribal member. Um, and that is explained to the patients you know, when they're there. And unfortunately, it's not always easy for the patient to navigate the Indian Health Service payment um, payment process but we try to assist as best as we can sure and when you look at when you look at nationwide you know or at least across the Great Plains PRC and the process surrounding it has always kind of been contentious it's you know it's been confusing and Oyate is really working towards streamlining that process and, and making it easier for our patients um, if you ever get a bill you know, out on something where you were referred out from the Yate Health Center, give us a call. Um, Nico's there, his team's there, mm -hmm. 605-355-2419. Um, unfortunately, you know, sometimes when patients are referred out um, to a third party, that third party will send a bill to the patient instead of sending it to the PRC um, department like they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there'll be a bill going out at the Oyate Health Center and Nico and his team have no idea is out there, but, you know, patients know that it's out there and it creates a stress. And I think sometimes some people don't know just to bring it in and we'll help to work through it and help you get aligned mm -hmm. with the process. And so it's very important. If you ever get a bill, 
related to Oyate Health Center care, make sure you bring it in. Um, if it's after July 20th, 2019, you know, we will do everything we can to get it looked at and, you know, what we can do to get it approved. And anything before that, you know, would go to the Indian Health Service. So if you have a bill from July 20th forward of 2019, bring it in, let us help you work through it, make sure that we have all the coverage we can provide you, um, you know, yeah, and, and just to make it easier. Yeah, and a lot of that is um, sometimes we don't know about that bill, like you said. The patient can simply call whatever bill that they receive and tell them Oyate Health Center is the payer source and then give them our information. That way the bill gets forwarded to us. Because lots of times, especially with the complicated billing nature of like one emergency room visit can result in five different bills. So any bill that a patient gets and they know that it's, that, that's, that, that is approved, <clears throat> um, they can always call us immediately and then we can also send any um, correspondence to that particular vendor. So Sure, and, and patient, if you have a, re a approved referral out to one of these providers and you get a bill, it's against federal law for them to send it to collections. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and Oyate Health Center is really prepared to help you navigate that or advocate for you should something like that happen because, you know, it's illegal for these vendors to do that. It's illegal for them to send you to collections if we if we are IHS, you know, approved your referral. That bill should be getting sent to us, not to you, and mm -hmm. being sent to collections against the law. So we want to also hold these vendors accountable and have to provide education to them going forward so they're not, you know, putting our people through this unnecessary stress that they sometimes see because they're not following the law and, and following the appropriate processes to make sure that it's easy for the for the patient. And then typically, what, what is the turnaround time for these referrals and the either approval or denial from the um, time you get it? You know, the referral process goes through a managed care committee. Um, any referral that gets entered by any of our third floor providers or any of our urgent care staff, even dental, um, it all gets reviewed by a committee. And that committee is compromised of our chief medical officer. Um, he may include another medical care provider, a PA or CNP, uh, myself, uh, the purchase referred care staff. Um, it also is reviewed by the managed or uh, managed or case manager. Um, we have a couple of nurse case managers that are in the meeting with us, and then also a medical record department as well. So they review those referrals. Um, and they either approve or deny. If a referral is deemed emergent or as soon as possible, the committee will then deem that a top priority. So those referrals are done every single day. Um, anything that's scheduled out or, you know, um, any specialized services that are, you know, take a couple months to get um, an appointment made, those, you know, we process within a week. Um, but anything that's deemed emergent or needed that day, we will process the same day. That's a quick turnaround. Yeah. You know, what sort of notification do they get? Does that come straight from you guys when they yes. are approved? Yes. So um, any referral, if it's even if it's a call-in notification, and what a call-in notification is, is um, the Oyate Health Center, we have urgent care. And urgent care is open 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., um, you know, all week. So if it, a patient has an extreme emergency and they have to present to an ER, they need to call us and notify us. We've established a relationship with Monument Health, who is our nation's um, largest 
our, our facility's largest vendor in Western South Dakota, where they actually send us a list every day of any emergency room notifications for any of our um, members. But if a patient is traveling somewhere, you know, they need to notify us as soon as possible, and they have 72 hours to do so. Um, those referrals, we, not- we log those into the patient's chart. So if a patient doesn't have a chart, unfortunately, we have to deny that service. Um, but if a referral does get approved for an emergency room notification or if we transfer someone, if we schedule someone an appointment, if the vendor wants to look at the records first and schedule them themselves, the patient gets a letter in the mail that that is approved. Um, and it'll say on there specifically the facility, the type of service that was approved, and then the authorized number of visits, and then how to follow up. So the patient will always get an approved letter in the mail. If the service was denied, they'll get a denial letter in the mail as well. So it's always a written notification that goes out from our office um, for any approval or any denial. So it's always very, very important to make sure that the patient updates their registration information with anything current, um, current phone numbers, current address, current um, emergency contact, anything, um, because that's the information that we use to send any written notification out. I think as patients, you know, sometimes we forget that we have some some responsibility in holding, um, I guess, you know, keeping our records updated, you know, that 72-hour notification thing, that, that's federal law. You know, mm-hmm. that isn't an Oyate yeah. Health Center policy. That, yeah. That's written directly into the PRC Act. Um, so, you know, if you can, update your charts. You know, you go see an outside provider, follow up, make sure that they're sending the bill to the appropriate people, which isn't you if you're on a referred, an approved referral. Mm-hmm. That bill should be getting sent to the Oyate Health Center. So, you know, our patients, um, and even patients, you know, with other IHS facilities who get referred out, that's good knowledge to know is that you need to, you know, you need to let, let your provider know that this bill needs to go to IHS or this needs to go to Oyate Health Center, wherever your primary care provider is, you know, it's important to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the thing with purchase referred care is everything is guidelined by the federal government. You know, those aren't, those aren't Oyate Health Center rules. Those are rules from the Indian Health Service that we have to follow, unfortunately. And hopefully we can try to make that process a little bit easier um, by assisting our relatives, you know. Um, but, you know, the 72-hour notification, that's not our, that is a, you know, PRC standard throughout uh, Indian health care. Um, also, the referral process that you know you, can, you need to have a referral before you go someplace. It needs to be approved, and um, we do our best to actually assist patients. And our coverage area is really unique in that we are not located on a reservation, uh, like other PRC programs, um, you know, such as uh, Cheyenne River or Oglala or Rosebud. We are located up here in Rapid City, and we only do. Um, process any authorized approvals for residents of Pennington County, and that is in the CFR, the um, Code of Federal Regulations, the federal law, that we can only do Pennington County residents at at this time, and that is something that's um, um, done by, you know, federal law and Congress and everything. So if someone resides outside our coverage area, because we do have a lot of relatives that you know, may live in Meade County or, or south of us or anything, we do our best to help them process that referral, um, you know, get their records sent, get every anything sent to that facility 
It's just the payment part is up to the patient. So, so would IHS require them to get a new referral through them, through one of their facilities? Or would our referral from OHC still you know, work for them? You know, with, um, are you talking about the Rapid City IHS? Yeah, yeah. I mean, any sort of IHS that they might go see that, say if a patient who has been referred by OHC, mm-hmm. but it lives outside of Pennington County, will they need to then get a new referral from IHS or will the referral that they got from OHC you know, work? it's up to that IHS, mm-hmm. you know, like me County. If you're from Cheyenne River, that's in their contract health service delivery area. So Cheyenne River's um, health center will cover any Cheyenne River member in Meade County. We can send the referral to them, the request. It's up to them if they will accept that or not. Um, They make the final decision in any referral process because it's the referral comes from a medical provider. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, that medical provider establishes that care. you know, any follow-up, any medications, anything. So if that um, facility chooses to honor our referral, what they'll do is they'll actually have the, one of their providers enter in the same referral on their side. But it's up to them. Right. They may they may say, well, this patient needs to come see us for the referral. But that's totally their choice. And vice versa as well. Mm-hmm. If um, we have someone that lives in Pennington County and they choose to have their services for some reason, say... Um, and Kyle at some provider that they really, really like. They drive to Kyle. They send that referral to us for any um, approval or denial. Our providers have to enter that into their chart here. So, and then um, they may want to see the patient physically. So it just it just depends on what the referral request is actually for. So. Those PRC dollars are so regulated by federal law that it makes it mm-hmm. hard to do anything innovative but mm-hmm. one of the cool things that um, Oyate House Center has done as a 638 program is we've created what what they call a tribal sponsorship program and what that tribal pon- sponsorship program does is it takes some PRC dollars and reallocates them to buying insurance for patients who may have chronic long-term issues or you know who could you know um, you know, expend a lot of PRC dollars for their care, you know, what's the smarter way to do that? Well, the Oyate Health Center done has taken a chunk of, of funding and purchased private insurance for some of our tribal members to where the facility could actually bill their insurance and generate revenue while saving some dollars. Um, Nico, can you kind of give us a yeah, little preview of that? really, really awesome. That's one of the main things why I joined Oyate Health Center because I was in federal service for um, almost a decade. And the Indian Health Service on the federal side, you know, they'll refer some patients for any service um, and they'll just pay it. They'll pay it at a PRC rate. What Oyate Health Health Center did, which is really, really innovative, is the sponsorship program. So we took a chunk of money from the PRC budget and we can actually purchase um, private health insurance through the marketplace for any Cheyenne River or Oglala um, relative. There's certain income guidelines that they have to follow um, but what that does is that opens up PRC to a totally new revenue generation source where we can purchase um, health insurance for a single mother who very low income work lives out here. She makes not enough, she makes too much money to get on any federal health like Medicaid, um, but her private insurance is too expensive for her to purchase on her own. So what we can do is 
um, have our patient benefit coordinators screen for any eligibility. And what they'll do is they'll look at the income guidelines, look at her household, everything. We can actually purchase um, marketplace insurance through a sponsorship program. So there's different marketplace um, uh, insurances, like Blue Cross Blue Shield or um, anything private like that. We can purchase and pay for that patient's um, premium every single month. So when we refer that patient to, say, the ER or say anything unexpected like a surgery, anything, um, PRC dollars are way, way less expended because they have an alternate resource that we can actually um, help cover that patient. And then PRC dollars are actually saved. And then um, if that patient does present to our facility, we can actually bill that insurance as well. And that money just cycles, it just revenues just cycles. So um, if anyone has any questions, reach out to our patient benefits coordinators. Um, we have Austin Gomez is the actual sponsorship manager. Um, he is really, really um, knowledgeable about anything with the marketplace and how to get them enrolled, see if they're eligible, um, get them on a plan. So it's, it's really, really cool. It's good. And the same goes with Medicare, Medicaid, you know, we want as many of our patients to enroll in, in, you know, whether it would be us finding, you know, private insurance for them through the marketplace and the sponsorship program, you know, whether it be us helping them get signed up for Medicaid, Medicare, you know, because if you're a patient, you have, you know, you have private insurance, you have Medicare, Medicaid, and you come in and you see one of our providers, you know, that bill doesn't come out of the funding that we have here that we have allocated. It'll go out to Medicare, Medicaid, who will pay for it, who will pay the facility, who will go out to private insurance, it will come in and pay the facility. And what that does is that generates revenue. And when we generate revenue, we can allocate PRC dollars and cover more people, you know, Mm -hmm. what that's really designed for. And then more importantly, we can expand services. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, is there, you know, whether it be, you know, we want to get a podiatry specialty clinic, or, you know, we want to hire more nurse practitioners, whatever that is, you know, if we're generating revenue, we can do that. And the more staff we have, the more providers we have, the more patients we have enrolled in these third-party billing systems, the better the care gets. And once that will starts moving to where, you know, we're generating, we're generating revenue, we're, we're covering people through PRC that can't be covered through insurance or Medicare, Medicaid, this whole process really takes off. And even, you know, you look further down the road, Imagine us having specialty clinics at the Oyate House Center where Pine Ridge, Cheyenne River, Rosebud, Lower Brule, all these people who, all these tribes who are referring people out to Sioux Falls or to, you know, these little towns for services and they get referred to the Oyate House Center to where that money's cycling amongst our own people, creating a better care system. And I think that's ultimately the goal of Oyate House Center is that we can grow into that central hub of providing care for not only our relatives who live here, but when they're referred out to see, you know, providers are seeing nurses that look like them, nurses that speak the language, nurses that, you know, understand where they're coming from. You know, so those are all important steps of building a healthcare movement under 638, under the Yate Health Center, that we're gonna do that other, you know, IHS facilities are limited in their systems, are limited in their ability to do under the law. So, you know, we're gonna watch moving forward, we're gonna, you know, see something really special develop here. Mm-hmm. That's going to be really, really great. There's a very, very positive outlook and positive future for Oyate Health Center, especially with um, you know, the small steps that we're taking now 
that will affect anything in the future. So I'm very, very excited about it. So again, you know, we're, this is Nico Shepard, uh, 605-355-2419, um, our PRC manager at the Oyate Health Center. If you have a bill, if you have questions, um, confusion, you know, give them a call. You know, he has a, a wonderful staff there. They, they enjoy people. They like helping our relatives move through these difficult times because we all know that when you have a health issue, you know, you know it, it's hard, it's difficult, stressful, and if we can make that process easier, you know, give Nico a call or, you know, one of his people will take care of you. Yeah, any PRC staff, yeah, it'll be great. All right, well, again, Nico Shepard, PRC manager, we thank you again for taking the time out of your day and, and chatting with us. So next up, we're going to be talking to the folks over at Powering Indigenous Health. We're going to be talking about COVID-19 and the vaccinations and all of the different information that is surrounding vaccines, the rumors, misconceptions, and any sort of, of questions that, that you might have had uh, regarding the vaccine. Um, now, if there's any questions or any topics in which you want to hear here on the show, reach out to us. Again, my email is Rayland.roland at gptchb.org or just give us a call here at 605 721 1922. And so, for the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and Oyate Health Center, this has been The Circle on Keeley Radio, the voice of the Lakota Nation. I'm Dr. Megan Curry O'Connell, and this is Empowering Indigenous Health. Today, we're going to talk about vaccine safety. How do we know that the COVID vaccines are safe? There are currently two COVID-19 vaccines being given in the United States. They've been tested on tens of thousands of people. In the clinical trials of the vaccines, there were no serious side effects to the vaccines. Since being approved by the FDA, The COVID-19 vaccines have been given to even more people and there have been very few serious side effects. The COVID-19 vaccines cannot give you COVID-19. The two COVID-19 vaccines currently being given in the United States do not have the virus in them. They cannot make you sick with COVID-19. Sometimes people might get a fever, headache, or body aches after getting a vaccine. This is not a sign of infection. These symptoms are a sign of your body's natural response to the COVID-19 vaccine and that the vaccine is working. The COVID-19 vaccine cannot give you symptoms such as cough or shortness of breath that you can get with a COVID-19 infection. All vaccines, including the COVID-19 vaccines, are very safe. They are designed to be safe and effective and to protect us from getting sick. Because the virus that causes COVID-19 is new to humans, we have no natural protection against the virus. All of us are able to get sick. We need vaccines to protect us from catching the virus and getting sick. COVID-19 has killed over 350,000 Americans. The more people that get vaccinated, the more lives we will save. The COVID-19 vaccines are very safe. They have been tested on lots of people. You cannot get COVID-19 from getting a COVID-19 vaccine. Getting a COVID-19 vaccine is much safer than getting infected with COVID-19. 
We need everyone who can to get vaccinated to help protect our communities. For more information about COVID-19 and how you can protect yourself and your communities, please visit the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board or CDC websites. In 2018, the Oyate Health Center conducted a community needs assessment to determine the health care wants and needs of the Native American community in Pennington County. Nearly 65% of tribal citizens in Rapid City wish to see an increase in behavioral health services. In the last year, the Health Board and the Oyate Health Center have utilized the full power of 638 contracting to acquire more resources, caseworkers, providers, and even a new location at 725 North La Crosse Street in Rapid City. In all, the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and the Oyate Health Center secured grants totaling $7 million in funds geared toward the behavioral health expansion. For more information on behavioral health and the programs that we offer, contact the Oyate Health Center Behavioral Health at 605-718-5095 or go to bhr.gptchb.org. That's bhr.gptchb.org.